Welcome to the Thriving in the Kingdom podcast with me Vincent Kodongo. This is a place where you learn how to thrive in the kingdom of heaven with optimal fruitfulness through the application of its timeless principles. We've just completed a series on prayer from the last episode and uh, today we are starting a new episode with a focus on thriving by the favor of God, thriving by the favor of God. Uh, what is favor? According to uh, Baker's Evangelical Dictionary of Biblical Theology, finding favor means gaining approval, acceptance, or special benefits or blessings. Gaining approval, acceptance, or special benefits or blessings. You find that uh, there's uh, the word the words used for favor in the Bible. Uh, in the Old Testament, we have a Hebrew word called hen. And uh, yeah, in the Greek, we have the word charis. And uh, both of these words are translated grace. Uh, uh, the Hebrew word hen uh, has other meanings also. But uh, the core for this, uh, within this context, uh, uh, relating to favor is means grace. <clears throat> so when you're speaking about favor, we can also interchangeably use it with, with uh, grace. And we also see favor is uh, favor, grace, and mercy are interrelated. The foundation of the favor of God is the mercy of God. And when Jesus started his ministry, he proclaimed a new dispensation of favor. He proclaimed a new dispensation of favor. Uh, let's look at uh, the scriptures in uh, uh, Luke chapter 4 from verse 16. To 21. This is what the scriptures say. It says, uh, He went to Nazareth where he had been brought up, and, and on the Sabbath day he went into the synagogue as was his custom, and he stood up to read. The scroll of the prophet Isaiah was handed to him, and rolling it, he found the place where it is written, The Spirit of the Lord is on me, because he has anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind, to release the oppressed, uh, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Uh, verse 20 says, Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began by saying, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So you see, this was a prophecy about him by prophet Isaiah hundreds of years before this time. And then Jesus comes and says that day, that, uh, uh, he, he proclaims his mission. And then now he ends by saying that, uh, uh, he's, he, that he's, he's come to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Some other versions will say to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. Because as you have seen, favor includes uh, acceptance. It has to do with gaining acceptance, gaining approval. So, ap approval. so Jesus was not just speaking about this particular year, but he was speaking of a new, a whole new dispensation. From the time that, uh, that from the year that uh, he was starting his ministry, henceforth to the end of the age. So Jesus proclaimed a dispensation, a new dispensation of favor. And it is important that all citizens uh, uh, 
uh, understand that we all uh, it's, it's important that, that we know this that all kingdom citizens have access to the favor of God through their relationship with Jesus Christ all kingdom citizens everybody who accept, has accepted Jesus Christ as their personal savior everybody who has, has born again who is born into the kingdom uh, has access to the favor of God it's a kingdom birthright uh, through uh, their relationship with with the Lord Jesus Christ. So it is not something that you necessarily earn. There are dimensions of keys that you can use to unlock it, but you don't earn it. It's, we don't earn in the new covenant. We appropriate what Jesus Christ has done by using certain kingdom principles. So the scriptures say in 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 1 and 2, they says, as God's fellow workers, we urge you not to receive God's grace in vain. For he says, in the time of my favor, I had you. And in the day of salvation, I helped you. I tell you, now is the time of God's favor. Now is the day of salvation. So you see, the favor of God, we are in the dispensation of the favor of God, of the grace of God. So as kingdom citizens, we are partakers of this grace, of this favor and therefore it is uh, upon you to believe you have to believe that when you're in christ uh, you have access to the favor of god you can you you can grow in the expression of this favor but in uh, from a seed form from a, a, a sense of a foundational sense you have to be aware that you are already favored in the plan of god that you're already when you're in christ uh, that you already have access the treasures attain him and favor is a core component of that dimension of of, uh, of uh, riches and treasures in Christ so what are the benefits of uh, <clears throat> the benefits and effects of the favor of God in our lives remember we're speaking about thriving by the favor of God so uh, what are the benefits what are the effects of the favor of God on our on our lives or on a person's life a believer's life the first thing is that uh, the favor of God amplifies our productivity supernaturally beyond what we can achieve by our personal effort and investment. The favor of God amplifies our productivity supernaturally beyond what we can achieve by our personal effort and investment. In other words, divine favor causes us to produce supernatural results in what we do. So we put in effort, but we don't only get what we deserve. There is an ingredient supernaturally that uh, is, is uh, released to boost our results so that we get more, uh, 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 we get a greater output than what we deserve by our own effort, by our own results, by our own investments. You invest, but you get much more because of the favor of God. It's supernatural. So this, uh, we can see this from the scriptures in uh, Genesis chapter 39, uh, verse 2 to 6, concerning Joseph. Genesis chapter 39, verse 2 to 6. <clears throat> the scripture said this, uh, it says, The Lord was with Joseph as he prospered, and he lived in the house of his Egyptian master. When his master saw that the Lord was with him, and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did, Joseph found favor in his eyes and became his attendant. Potiphar put him in charge of his household and he entrusted to his care everything he owned. From the time he put uh, him in charge of his household and of all that he owned, 
the Lord blessed the household of the Egyptian because of Joseph. The blessing of the Lord was on everything Potiphar had, uh, both in the house and in the field. So he left in Joseph's care everything he had. With Joseph in charge, he did not concern himself with anything except the food he ate. So you see that uh, the scriptures say that the reason why Joseph was prospering is because the Lord was with him. Uh, that you find that uh, Potiphar may not have known that it's God. We don't. We are not uh, told uh, that, uh, that in the in the verse that you have read in that portion of scripture. Uh, uh, but we are told that he saw, he saw that Joseph, uh, that the Lord was with him and that the Lord gave him success in everything he did. Because, you see, Potiphar was an Egyptian. So he could just see that there's something about this person. There's supernatural backing that he succeeds, that everything that he touches is succeed, is succeeding him. That God is causing him to succeed in everything he does. He does. And so because of that reason, he decided to promote him. And when he promoted him, God blessed everything that was in, in, in Potiphar's house. Why? Because of Joseph. So his supernatural backing, causing things to work. Uh, that as Joseph works, God causes things to make, uh, causes the results to be greater than what Joseph could produce on his own. So you see, it's supernatural re re results beyond what you can achieve by human effort and uh, another illustration is Apostle Paul uh, he speaks about him uh, himself in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 9 and 10 and it's just to remind you that it's not about deserving but it's about the mercy of God it's a, it's a, that's the way the fever is released so 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 9 and 10 says for I am, I am the least of the apostles and do not even deserve to be called an apostle because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace to me was not without effect. No, I worked harder than, than all of them. Yet not I, but the grace of God that was in me. So you see Apostle Paul saying that uh, he was the least, but what made him what he is, an apostle. Uh, with such great impact and wrote a substantial part of the New Testament. You see, what made him be, uh, reach, uh, reach out to the Gentiles with such great impact? He says it's a grace of God. That's the favor of God that was upon him. And uh, he says that this grace, this favor was not without effect because the favor enabled him to succeed. So favor is not a replacement for hard work or diligence. What favor does is that it works together with uh, your effort. That, uh, that uh, it's not a replacement of your effort, but it does uh, more than your effort. It does more than it, it comes to boost your effort that you have to, uh, uh, you see, like many times God speaks about blessing the work of our hands. So, so in the scriptures, so, so you see, like when you're working, God's favor comes and amplifies the results. So you have to be doing something uh, uh, that through which the favor will be channeled. So uh, it, it can be something that you're doing from, uh, from the context of gainful employment or a business. Or it can just something that you're doing uh, voluntarily, like you're serving in church. Like even what I'm doing uh, by uh, uh, serving uh, in, uh, in the kingdom through the, this podcast. 
or by mentoring uh, and uh, leading people in kingdom diplomats, diplomats repulse uh, and in other contexts in which I serve the favor of God is uh, will cause what I do to have uh, 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 to be expressed with uh, a greater sense of results so it's not just me if there's a backing, a supernatural backing of the grace of God, of the favor of God, that's what Apostle Paul is saying, that that you can be the least, you can be weak, but what you put in, you don't become lazy, but what you put in as you're diligent, it will not be the same as somebody who, who's not in the kingdom, that the favor of God will come, the grace of God will come and amplify the results. So favor is not a replacement of hard work, but it's a booster of uh, diligence it's a booster of diligence huh? so so uh, these results they are the results that cannot be explained logically when they try to compare it to the effort you're putting they will have to see that there's uh, something that is not ordinary and that is the favor of god backing and producing backing you and producing supernatural results uh, that are beyond your natural effort that are beyond your investment the second benefit of the favor of God the second effect of the favor of God is that the favor of God grants us supernatural prosperity the, the favor of God grants us supernatural prosperity uh, we'll see a few examples uh, let's look at Isaac concerning Isaac the son of Abraham in Genesis chapter 26 uh, this is what the scriptures say in Genesis chapter 26 uh, from verse uh, 1 to 3 and then we go to 10 to 14. So from verse 1 to 3, this is what the scripture says. It says, Now there was famine in the land besides the earlier famine of Abraham's time and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in the Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while. And I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and your descendants I will give all these lands and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. So you see there is famine. There is famine. But God told uh, and is in the land of Philistines. And, and God told him uh, uh, not to go to Egypt. Not to go to Egypt. So and God told him that he's going to bless him in this context. So what happens is, is uh, in verse 12 to 10, this is what happened. He says, Isaac planted in the land and the same year reaped a hundredfold because the Lord blessed him. So God fulfilled what he had promised him. Then, uh, and we know blessing is the empowerment to prosper. Then verse, uh, verse 13, continuing verse 13 and 14, he says, The man became rich and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the, Lord, that the Philistines envied him. So you see, uh, in this year that, they, that he, he was uh, running away from famine, in this year that things were not so good, he went to the land of the Philistines and in this time uh, when things would have seemed like it's a, a disadvantage what happened is that there was supernatural prosperity backed by the favor of God, supernatural prosperity that in this land where it's a foreign land, 
he's prospering in a land where there are people who have been there who have mastered the land, who knows uh, the skills about uh, and, and the, the, know, know the weather, the climate, and they understand uh, uh, service. Uh, uh, I mean, they understand the issue of agriculture in their region, but now this is a foreigner who comes. Somebody who is a, 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 a person uh, from the, of the covenant, a child of the covenant uh, with God, and he comes with the presence of God, and he sows in this land of the Philistines, and he reaped a hundredfold, a hundredfold. And then it did not end there. It says that he, he became rich, and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. You see, until he was now being envied because he had so many herds and flocks. You see that that he started the same year that he planted, he got a hundredfold and he did not stop there. He kept on prospering. He kept on increasing in, in, in prosperity because of the favor of God, the blessing of the Lord activating the favor of God, the favor of God. It, he had not done anything uh, so it was not an issue of deserving. It's because God had picked uh, Abraham and I made a covenant and now he was his son, Isaac, and God was with him and the presence of God granted him supernatural prosperity. Uh, so that's what the favor does. Does It grants you supernatural prosperity. We also see this in Israel as a nation. When Israel was leaving Egypt, when Israel was leaving uh, Egypt, uh, in in Exodus chapter 3 verse uh, uh, 21 to 22 this is before before they had uh, left Egypt uh, when God was uh, giving Moses the mandate his mandate of delivering uh, the Israelites out of Egypt this is what he told him prophetically he told him uh, 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 he told him this in Exodus chapter 3 verse 21 to 22 he said, uh, and I will make I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed towards these people, so that when you leave you will not go empty handed. You see? He says that uh, and I will make the Egyptians favorably disposed towards these people, so that when you leave you will not go empty-handed. Every woman is to ask her neighbor and any woman living in her house for articles of silver and gold and for clothing which you will put on your sons and daughters and so you will plunder the Egyptians. So God is the, the one telling them that he will cause the Egyptians to be favorably disposed uh, towards his people, the Israelites. So he will grant them favor. Favor is like a charm. The Hebrew word actually that you use one of the meanings is charm. So it's like a charm. It causes somebody to do something for you that they wouldn't do, do it ordinarily if you didn't have that charm-like uh, uh, spiritual aura. And that is the favor of God. The favor of God. It's compelling. So it's compelling. Uh, God was telling uh, Moses that, uh, that uh, that is what he would, he would, he would do. And uh, and in fact, now when they when they left, uh, when we, when they left now, if you read Exodus chapter twelve, uh, verse thirty five and thirty six, this is what the scripture says. It says, 
the Israelites did as Moses instructed and asked the Egyptians for articles of silver and gold and for clothing. The Lord um, had made the Egyptians favorably disposed towards the people and they gave them what they asked for. So they plundered the Egyptians. So you see the prophetic word to Moses was fulfilled. When Moses gave the instruction based on the word that God had given him, uh, uh, and they fulfilled the prophetic instruction, then what happened is that God granted the people favor, and uh, they plundered the Egyptians, and they, they were given articles of silver and gold and, and for clothing. So you see, favor granted the Israelites supernatural prosperity. And this, is, uh, this, this incident is reaffirmed, is recounted, uh, by the psalmist in Psalms 105, Psalms 105, in Psalms 105 verse 37, the scripture says concerning the Israelites, he says, he, that's God, he brought out Israel laden with silver and gold. From among their tribes, no one faltered. He brought out Israel laden with silver and gold, and from among their tribes no one faltered. Laden, it means like it was heavy, it was a lot. <clears throat> you see, so they came out with there was a supernatural wealth transfer from the Egyptians to the Israelites because of the favor of God. So you can see that favor grants supernatural prosperity. Favor can compel people to begin to 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 contribute towards your prosperity, towards your financial prosperity, towards your success. You see, so the, uh, because this is what was happening to the Egyptians, uh, to, to the, uh, the Israelites from the Egyptians. Uh, and we also, uh, and, and another illustration is when Israel was leaving Egypt, when Israel was leaving Egypt, this is uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6, Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse uh, 10 to 12 this was Moses speaking prophetically to the Israelites about uh, them going into uh, and taking possession of the promised land of Canaan so from verse uh, 10 he says this Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 10 to 12 he says when the Lord your God brings you into the land he swore to your fathers to Abraham, Isaac and Jacob to give you a land with, uh, with large flourishing cities you did not build, houses filled with all kinds of good things you did not provide, wells you did not dig, and vineyards and olive groups you did not plant. Then, when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God, uh, that, you not, uh, that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So you see, this is it speaks about a la, that a land with large flourishing cities you do not build. So you see, it's something that favor is something you don't deserve. It's something that you can't get by your own. So you see, it's saying it's speaking about large flourishing cities they did not build, so they did not put work into it. Their God was granting them access as they were. They would go and they were, they went to fight. We, later on, you see that they went to uh, battle and took over the property. Uh, they took over the cities. They took over this land. So he's speaking large and flourishing cities that they did not build. Houses filled with all kinds of good things that they did not provide. Wells they did not dig. 
vineyards and olive groups they did not plant. You see, so you seeing this is supernatural transfer of wealth that was happening to Israelites when they entered the promised land. This at this time it was prophetic, but that's what actually happened now in the time of Joshua, uh, who was the successor of Moses. They went in and took over. Our houses did not build. Houses filled with all kinds of good things they did not provide. Wells they did not dig. Vineyards and olive groves they did not plant. You see, so this is something that other people had worked for. So favor uh, can grant you things that are beyond what you have invested in, what you have worked on. So God opens the door for you to go and take them over. They are transferred to you supernaturally as you progress. See, so favor grants us supernatural prosperity. That was the second point. Favor grants us supernatural prosperity. And the proof that it is supernatural is that if the flow of favor was to stop, you will not be able to produce it with your natural effort. That you cannot get houses filled with all kinds of good things you do not provide. You cannot get cities you do not build. Uh, vineyards you do not plant. Only proofs that you do not, wells you do not dig. You know, all these kind of things. So, there, so by the favor of God, you can find a, a God causing people's hearts to open to give you uh, uh, things that uh, you don't deserve uh, because you have not, it's not corresponding to the effort you have put, if any effort at all, in that context of transfer. Because if something that somebody has worked for and he gives you, uh, then, then it's something you have not worked for. There's some people can give you out of pity and mercy. That, that, that may, in some extent, it may be the favor, but some people can give you out of uh, pity. So that, 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 that is different. But here we are talking about uh, God causing people to like you and to give you things that you, do, that you have not worked for or causing you to come in, to walk into opportunities where you get a supernatural transfer of, uh, of uh, resources, of, uh, of uh, wealth, of prosperity. It can be in the form of a business deal that is beyond your capacity, beyond your, your, your capacity to attract, that you can do it, but you find that maybe it's 10 times what you are able to uh, work for by yourself, that you're able to get connections to get for. So God just opens the door and gives you amplification. You find uh, maybe the opportunities that doors open and the opportunities that come to you are things that... It is not because of uh, that you have good, very good networks and as people cannot explain, it's just that God is causing things to work to your advantage supernaturally. And this reminds me of, uh, I remember there's a minister in uh, Nigeria called Apostle Joshua Salman uh, who was uh, in, a, in a message called uh, King, uh, Keys for Consistent Favor. He preached many years ago. He says that uh, uh, he was giving testimonies about how uh, uh, people keep on uh, 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 depositing money to his personal account and even money to the ministries he leads called Eternity Network International and the, the fellowship people know it as a Koinonia Global. Huh? So, so, so people giving, people depositing money every day 
he says that there is no 24 hours that somebody doesn't that he doesn't receive an alert from the bank of people depositing money people giving him phone recharge cards people uh, and then he gave his testimonies of people giving him a uh, uh, one case we had a, a case of uh, 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 some uh, uh, several i think i don't know three or four kings they came together and and and, and gave him uh, 18.4 hectares of uh, land that is a gold mine see that's that's something he did not work for it's the favor of god causing him to supernaturally prosper there are some people who covenanted with god and decided that uh, wherever they build an estate they will have a house for him the favor of god see that's supernatural that's not normal see and he's not the only one there are other people other ministers that can give example and other believers and other people experience the same there are people I know around me I can see this person is advancing because of the favor of God and you're going to be able to learn more uh, these keys later on after we go through the benefits uh, understand the purpose of favor then you're going to learn what are the keys that you can use to unlock this favor that you've already been given in Christ how can you unlock it for your, to your advantage and also I have a personal testimony in the sense that I remember some time back, I think it must have been 2011 when I moved from employment to consultancy work. And uh, and uh, what, I, what I saw at that point in time from the time I left, that I started getting consultancies from people without even asking them, from institutions. Huh? So when the, the first institution, it's a government institution, a commission, a human rights commission in our country, the person, uh, I received a call and they said, we have been looking for you, we have been looking for you. Then they sent me like a, a something to apply for a consultancy that they wanted because of my expertise in that area. And then I applied and I got that water, that job. Then I went to <clears throat> to present in a workshop that was a residential. We are out of town somewhere. And as I made the presentation, then another government department, a government ministry, saw what I did and they said, you have to do for us the report. And the civil society was also asking me to do for them what they call the alternative report. They were your reports to the UN. It's a technical report to the UN. And then, uh, so eventually I ended up doing it for the government. I did not ask them. They they actually asked me. They say you are expert in this. And they even actually came up with a, their one option called. There are cases whereby you bid generally and, and among people and then and then uh, among other consultants and then they pick the, the ones that choose the best but this one they came through a system called single sourcing whereby they see an expert and they justified it and they gave me the assignment and i did it i did not ask them the favor of god opened the door from the first door of the kenya national human commission of human rights then the second door ministry of justice and Constitution affairs at the time now it's called it's a, it's under the attorney general as a department of justice then after that i could see an organization i used to work in before they would call me for consultancies and other people so opportunities just kept coming and kept coming local opportunities and eventually international opportunities without me uh, really going out to search for them the favor of god the favor of god so the favor of god can grant you supernatural prosperity it can open doors for you that are beyond your your expectation supernatural backing so as we conclude i'd like you to reflect on that 
uh, these two questions. Do you believe that the favor of God is accessible to all kingdom citizens, that's including you, by virtue of being in Christ? Or have you been under the impression that it is only for some special category of believers? This is if you are, if you are a, a, a kingdom citizen. If you are not a kingdom citizen, then uh, you have to have a deeper reflection on this. We'll discuss that uh, in a subsequent episode. And you need to uh, uh, accept Jesus Christ as your personal savior in order to appropriate uh, the favor. So the question is uh, to kingdom citizens especially, do you believe that all kingdom citizens have access to the favor of God? Or do you think, or, or, or have you been under the impression that it is only for some special category of believers? Like the one I've mentioned, Joshua Selman. Then the, the second question is, to what extent have you experienced the benefits of divine favor? Explained in today's episode. To what extent have you experienced the benefits of the favor of God? Explained in today's episode. Favor is in levels and dimensions. Huh? So to what extent have you experienced? Do you have a testimony of the favor of God? And if it's erratic, then ask yourself why. Why is it inconsistent? Why is it consistent? Huh? And uh, perhaps I should just uh, clarify that uh, the fact that, uh, that that sometimes it's not necessarily just the amount. You can have a season. For example, like when you're in the wilderness season, you can feel like, uh, the, like uh, the favor of God is no longer there. But that's not true. You find that Joseph was favored in prison. So even the manna that was coming from heaven for the, the, the Israelites when, when they, were, they were in uh, the wilderness was the favor of God still, even though it was daily manna. It was not like what they got in Canaan, but it was still the favor of God. So that 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 provision that you get in the wilderness consistently, that's the small portions of uh, of uh, resources uh, or of opportunities uh, or of the, the the things that you want, the things that you're being you're being because you're being prepared for where you are going. That's still the favor of God. Because it's it's supernatural backing. How could they get manna? It's supernatural. When God causes people to provide for you or to support you in the wilderness season, it's the favor of God supernaturally. It's not so. When Joseph was in prison, it was the favor of God preserved him in that place. When he was a servant and a slave, and God, God was causing him to to prosper in Potiphar's house. So the favor of God does not leave you as a kingdom citizen. It will be through with you through all seasons of life. But one mark is supernatural prosperity, like financial prosperity. It can give you supernatural prosper financial prosperity, like we have explained today. Whether it's a daily manner or a abundance, uh, an overflow, like the, what they experienced when they moved to Canaan. So I'd like you to uh, share uh, this episode with a friend, a colleague, a spouse, uh, an acquaintance, or on your social media platform, and subscribe to the same so that you don't uh, miss any episode. And also, if you if you're able, you can give us feedback on the, from on the podcast pl- platform from which you're listening to. Uh, or using the email address provided in the show notes 
or the social media accounts that are, are provided in the show notes. May God uh, grant you deeper insight and may you walk in this favor of God that we have in Christ. God bless you.